0: Hi, I'm Megan, and I'm Rachel, and welcome to
1: PG PG (laughs)
0: Patriots. Right before we started, I was like, Rachel, do you remember the intro? It's been so long, so that's why we couldn't handle it and started laughing. But anyhow, um, sorry it's been a hot minute since we've recorded. We just had such a fun time with hot girl football season, and (laughs) I feel like honestly my life has not been that exciting Since football ended, I feel like it was really a highlight for me. Um, But we are back today to talk about Taylor Swift. I think we've kind of always wanted to have an episode about Taylor Swift. But we both got to witness the Eras tour about a month ago. And we went to night one of her MetLife Stadium show. And then this last Friday, she re-released speak now taylor's version so it just felt like it was time you know and also i had a plumber come to do my plumbing inspection and this guy was so nice and he just laughed at every single thing i said basically and it was very flattering because i am a pathological people pleaser as taylor swift would call herself (laughs) and i really relate to that line and So I always want people to like me and think I'm funny. Literally everyone I meet, it's really a toxic trait of mine. And everything I said, he just thought was hilarious. Like he was trying to explain this part of my plumbing. And okay, so there's this thing in your toilet called a flapper. Did you guys know this?
1: Did you know that, Rachel? Sorry, something completely went wrong with my audio, but I think you're fine. I
0: was
1: saying, do you know what a flapper is? um only inter no I don't never mind no <laughs> so okay basically it's like this thing in your toilet that when you yes okay it- I do know what it is yes that's what I thought but then I was afraid I was gonna be wrong so I, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I didn't so have confidence
1: like, he pointed it out he's like okay
0: so see that that's your flapper and I was like okay and I was like I just because I feel like every time I have people come to my house for like an inspection or work they just tell me everything that's wrong with it and then it's like Multiple thousands of dollars that I'm supposed to pay to fix it. And it's like, I can't afford that. Like, I just, you yeah. know. And so I was like, okay. And so he's like, okay, do you see that? And I forget if he said something like, see what it's supposed to do or like how that is. And I was like, is it, or no, I think I just asked, I was like, is it supposed to be flapping? And he just thought that was the funniest thing. He's That's like, actually hilarious. He was like, what the heck? And I was like, well, it's called a flapper. Isn't it supposed to flap? And he was, like, hiding. He, like, looked away. I was, like, what? And he was, like, I'm sorry. I just – I can't help it. That's just the funniest thing I've ever heard. And he's, like, I'm not trying to laugh at you. I promise. Like, I'm not. I'm, like, no. I mean, I, I like being funny. So, like, it's fine. <laughs> and we just had such a fun time together. It was honestly so much fun. <laughs> like, and then he – I have a cross on my wall that says, be still and know that I am God. And he was, like, what's that all about? And I was like, what do you mean? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I don't oh remember what God. I said exactly. But basically, the inspection was over. And we had a conversation about God for like 30 to 45 minutes. Like, it was so fun. And I forget if it was before or after that. But he realized he forgot to test my, like, water quality or whatever. And I kept teasing him throughout the whole thing. I was like, okay, when's the part where you tell me that I have this massive repair that's going to cost me thousands of dollars? Because every time your company comes to inspect something at my house. This is what happens, you know, and I can't afford it. He's like, I won't do that to you. I won't do that to you. And so finally, when the water inspection came, we, like, you know, we did it. He had, like, it's basically, it's this fluid thing, and you pour, like, drops of water into this tester fluid, and I guess once it turns purple, that means it's, like, neutralized or something. I don't know. Basically, it was, like, the more drops it took for it to neutralize, the more toxic your water is or something, And so he said normally, I think it was, like, four to five drops. And mine was, like, eight. So he was, like, yeah, you kind of need a water purification thing. And I was, like, oh, and how much is that? Like, thousands of dollars. And he was, like, it's, like, 5,000. And I was, like, okay, well, I'm just not going to do it. Like, I appreciate it. But but it was so funny because the whole time he was, like, I'm not going to sell you anything. And then at the end, I was, like, no, I appreciate your work. But anyway, not to make a long story longer. But he kept telling me as he was laughing at all my jokes – that I should start a YouTube channel. And I was like, actually, I have a podcast. He's like, no, you don't. I was like, no, I actually do. And so I wrote it on a post-it note and gave it to him. And I have no clue if he ever listened to it. I hope he did because, you know, I hope he's man up his word. <laughs> he <laughs> said he was going to listen to it. <laughs> but, um, um, so basically, he kept saying, I was like, we haven't done an episode in forever, but this is what it is. So and he said, okay, we'll have to do an episode. And I was like, okay, we'll do one and I'll give you a shout out. So there you go. Moses, thank you for your work. I hope you're listening. Shout <laughs> out, Moses. <laughs> he was so nice. It was such a fun time. It was really, really, really funny. Anyway, Rachel, what's been new with you
1: since our football series? Honestly, nothing much. I'm already looking forward to football again next month. Football starts back up. so
0: There is a football shout out that I forgot to mention.
1: Oh, so yes.
0: Our, um, I feel like our football playoff series, we talked a lot about the 49ers because honestly, mainly we just hate the Eagles. We really wanted to see them lose, and it was so satisfying to see them lose in the Super Bowl. But um, you might be familiar with the game where the Eagles completely just injured every quarterback on the 49ers, you know, squad, team, playbook, I don't know, whatever the word is. And You know, I was a big fan of Brock Purdy just because he just seemed like very young and like Christian and like happy. He just seemed like a good kid, you know? And he he was like an underdog. Yeah, very much the underdog. Like last pick of the draft, like very inspirational story. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is attractive. I'll just throw that out there. Um, You know, I have a boyfriend, no shade to my boyfriend. He's also, my boyfriend's also very attractive. But
1: (laughs) 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 shout out Megan's boyfriend.
0: But, um, you know, he's just, like, a really cute kid, and he recently got engaged, and so way to go for him. Um, I think I was actually with my boyfriend when I saw the post that he got engaged, or what did I text you, Raj? Because I remember texting you something funny. Or I, I don't know. I think I texted you rest in peace or
1: something. No, I said rest in peace. You said something, and I was like, RIP. Or No, no, you said RIP, and I said, sorry for your loss.
0: Okay, that's what, that's what I said. Because I remember my boyfriend was saying with me. He's like, wow, thanks, Megan. Like, <laughs> I mean so much to you. I'm so awful. God bless him. Um, but, no, congrats to Brock Purdy. His girlfriend's so cute, too, her fiancé now. She's really pretty. And they are just, like, a very cute, like, I feel like they just seem like a very attractive, like, Christian couple. And I feel like the world needs more of that, you know? <laughs>
1: like <laughs> We, we love mean. hot Christians. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best.
0: You know, Rach, we can't be the only ones. There have to be more of (laughs)
1: them. It can't be just her (laughs) (sighs)
0: cross-to-pair. But yeah, so shout out to Brock Purdy. Anyway, so the real topic of this episode, Taylor Swift. t Um, I feel like people just love or hate her. So if you hate her, you can turn off this podcast. (laughs) No, you should Listen. And we'll change your mind. I actually, know, it's funny. So there's a new song from the Speak Now Taylor's version. Like she's been releasing her From the Vault tracks, which if you aren't a big follower of Taylor, is basically like every time she's been re-releasing one of her albums, she looks back at that, you know, project that every song she wrote as an idea, like for that album, she looks at again and like adds to it decides you know if she wants to use it this time or whatever and so all the ones that she decide that she'd written at the time that she had written the original album she basically just released out to the world like cuz you know back in the day there were CDs and you couldn't fit all the songs there's more of a limit i feel like of what you could fit on an album and so there've been some really great gems that have come out of every time she's re-released something but one of the From the Vault tracks is called When Emma Falls in Love. And I'll be honest, it's one of my least favorites just because I'm kind of like, Dang. who's who's Emma? You know, like, it's a sweet song. And I also, I really like songs I can relate to. And there's certain lines that I feel like I can relate to that song. Like, I feel like there's something that's like, when Emma falls in love, she like calls her mom and jokes about all the ways it could fall apart. Oh, I feel like- that reminded me of you too,
1: actually, when I first heard it. I'm not kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thank you I was like oh I, I do that you know and like closes the blinds and just like feels all her feelings all of that I felt like I could relate to but then there were lines in the chorus that were like you know when Emma falls in love like it changes the boys world which like I would hope that that's what I do but I don't think it is but <laughs> there's also like oh the I think the lines like she's a book that you never want to put down I'm like I've been put down so many times you know? <laughs> Like, I'm an interesting, like, I feel like I'm, like, an interesting article, you know, like a magazine article. But when you're done, you put it down. You're I'm like
1: not- a BuzzFeed article. <laughs>
0: Literally, that's, like, really enticing for, like, five minutes, and then it's, like, I'm going to put this down. That's how I feel like I am or was to most guys. My current boyfriend, he's an anomaly. I don't know why he's so obsessed with me. But with everyone else, that was the norm. Um, But it is a sweet song. But I just think the other five that she – because, yeah, it was five other five, right? Yeah. That she released were just a lot more exciting and more relatable. I think Emma Falls in Love will probably grow on me,
1: but – I think right now it's probably her one of the top-played ones. Really? On Spotify? I don't know, but I feel like I've seen more stuff about it, like, online.
0: That's interesting. Um, the thing I was going to say, though, is I have an intern named Emma, and <laughs> she – she's very cute she's very very nice girl and she does a good job and everything but she's also i think she graduates pretty soon but she's also already married which like good for you girl she's mormon so i feel like it makes sense but um not to stereotype mormon but <laughs> the shoe fits you know um but she's really sweet and i asked her I was like Do you like taylor swift right she's like i mean, honestly i'm not really a fan i was like well, there's a song about you on the new album. I was like, it's called When Emma Falls in Love, This Is Your One Assignment for the Days to listen to this Oh song. my gosh. Um, she had other assignments, but jokingly, that's what I said. And then come like 3, 4 o'clock, she hadn't listened to it yet. I was like, Emma, I give you one job today.
1: she be and like, you're I, fired.
0: I said it like jokingly, but um, she thought it was so funny. I guess I said it with like more seriousness probably than I should have. But then she listened to it and she was like, whoa, I actually really liked that. I feel like it's not Like most Taylor songs I've heard, I kind of want to listen to the rest of the album now. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you have to!" You converted. I feel like like I'm converting people to be Swifties like left and right. Like this one girl, Gabriella, who I work with. um, She like sits next to me at work, and so we started a Taylor Swift Fridays where we listen to Taylor Swift every Friday, and it's really gotten her into Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift was one of her top artists of the year on Spotify last year, or was her top artist? I, I think. And she came to Eros with us and was like, "Man, I'm like a change
1: woman. Thanks to make I mean, I will say, like, I, so I obviously like everyone liked Taylor Swift back in like the Taylor Swift Fearless album days, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I kind of fell off in high school when I was like too cool for school, you know. Right. But then yeah, you like were super remember. into. No, you were super because I missed out. Like when Red was a big thing, I didn't really care because I was like, mm-hmm. we are never getting back together and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's lame. Mm-hmm. And like blanks. <laughs> Base was silver plate you know like all that kind of stuff i was like not into it but then you got me into it and i but i probably really didn't appreciate taylor swift until i got my heart broken in december of 2017 not that i'm counting but um <laughs> I feel
0: like you were very much like a reputation yes calling.
1: but reputation was literally like a healing album for me <laughs> And I just remember, like, taking these, like, long hot showers and listening to clean off 1989 and being, like, I'm ready to be clean. It's <laughs>
0: so <laughs> Or, like, every time it rains and you're driving. And yes. Clean a- on. Yeah, and you were just, like, peering up the window. <laughs> it's a cleansing experience, people. No, it really
1: is. I'm so excited. She's um re-recording 1989 next, and I'm so excited.
0: Oh, that's going to be such a good one. I I really, I feel like... I don't know I can't say that I have a favorite album because it really does change on my mood but yes yeah, same I kind of feel like 1989 it's just always been a vibe like I just remember when it came out being so obsessed with like every single song on the album um
1: I think red might be my if I had a, no black that's a lie fearless has to be number one and then red Because Fearless Fearless takes me back just better times, you know. Fair enough. When I was, like, eight or something. Yeah,
0: no, I remember, like, buying the Fearless CD. And I remember, it's funny, because I only, I feel like I wasn't, like, super into, like, pop culture. So, like, I knew people liked Taylor Swift, but I didn't get, like, the hype. And then I was buying the Fearless CD for a friend's birthday party. And I thought, I like this friend. Maybe I'll like the CD, too. And I only bought myself one because I was buying it for my friend. And oh I just gosh. remember listening to it and liking it so much. And what's interesting is I remember I liked the main songs, obviously, like, the big hits. But I also remember being really into Tell Me Why, You're Not Sorry, and then I Think Forever and Always for some reason, which I feel like are kind of the more, like, middle of the album kind of random songs. But I just remember Tell Me Why. I remember I was, like, so into <laughs> for some Or, no, The Way I Loved You, I think. I think it was – which, The Way I Loved You – We could have a whole podcast about that song. Yes. Um. But no, I'm glad. I feel like I think it's funny that you got super into Taylor with Reputation because I think Reputation was where she lost a lot of people. And I stand by this. I think the people that really don't like Reputation or don't like or like lost like Taylor lost a lot of people there.
1: Like you just haven't been heard enough. Like I'm sorry, you just haven't like. But she has so it's many broken, different albums yeah. now for different sounds. Because a lot of people also aren't necessarily, like... Besides, like, a couple songs off her debut album, people aren't, like, bumping that. You know what I mean? Unless that's you're, a like country. Because the thing is, I didn't realize this. Speak Now is considered a country album, which I don't think it should be classified as that. But, yeah, no, like, it's... it's breaking all the charts as a country album. Which, whatever. But I feel like if you didn't like Reputation, like, that's fine. Like, now she's, like, more... Like, obviously, the folk songs and stuff off Folklore and Evermore, but then even yeah. some of, like, the different kind of pop.
0: Yeah. Like, it is – that's one thing that I feel like she gets dissed on a lot for, but I think it kind of shows to her talent the fact that she can, yeah. like, explore these different genres and still have the popularity and, like, reputation, so to speak, unironically, yeah. that she does, you know? Yeah, yeah, I remember Reputation really did hit because you and I were both going through like I feel like our first like major heartbreaks and we yeah. were so just done with everything.
1: Um, and I remember, well, two things real quick. You were talking about Fearless. I remember Fearless was the f- I'm pretty sure it's the first album I ever bought on iTunes. Like I had an iPod back in the day, and I remember I bought that whole album and I love that album. And The Best Day makes me like sob. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a cute song, but with reputation I remember I was like going through a hard time and it was like the end of my second semester of sophomore year or first semester of sophomore year and I remember mm-hmm. I randomly told myself that I wanted to feel the way she feels in call it what you want mm-hmm. by the end of I said like by March I'm like I better feel this way about someone by March, <laughs> which was you? you know a, no it was, <laughs> it was a terrible like setup for me and I, you know, ended up rebounding as, as one does. Like but car. <laughs> that song is still one of my favorite songs. Cause I just remember hearing that song and being like, that's like what I want to feel like when I'm in love, just like, yeah. Like, I don't care what you have to say. Like, I'm, I'm chilling. So call it what you want. Like, I love that song.
0: Yeah. I thought it's a really good one. I feel like I need to listen to that one more.
1: I feel like it's not one of the, like, obviously it's not like end game or whatever. Like it's not. Mm -hmm. a banger off the album but I think in terms of like just I don't know it's like probably my favorite Taylor Swift song
0: yeah no I always loved that one a lot because I feel like yeah I feel like there were so many phases too I feel like even after that album came out I feel like I remember like I actually talking about this now I feel like I remember there's one guy specifically that I was seeing that my friends at the time did not approve of but looking back I think he cared about me so much more than so many of the other guys that I was with. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I just think it's funny how that works out, you know? It's like, not that you shouldn't listen to your friends, because I think a lot of times they can see things clearer than you can. Yeah. But I think in this case, it was like, I just remember there was one person that cared about me so much. And my friends are like, why are you into him? You know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, oh, I think he... You know, looking back, he definitely was one of the guys that really, really valued me. So it's just funny how it, how things change. But, but no. Um, I remember just—I feel like I remember winter break, sophomore year. You and I just driving around. Yeah. You had just gone through your breakup. Mine had been a couple months before, but I was still really hurting. And I just remember us blasting that album in like our cars.
1: It was so fun. It was so sad, but like it was fun at the same time. Oh, and this is crazy too. So in 2017, that fall, I had gone to see Bleachers, which is the band that Jack Antonoff is in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the lead singer for it. And I had seen that with my ex. The mm-hmm. next month, we break up. Then next summer, Megan and I went to Reputation. Mm hmm.
0: 2018
1: good times and then five years later we go to eras tour, um met life night one and taylor swift brought out jack antonoff and <laughs> i haven't seen him since 2017 and i was telling someone like i really feel like that was like a full circle moment of like me because i love bleachers and like for the most part i like jack antonoff so it was cool like the fact that i saw him with my ex and then the next time i was still very heartbroken We went to the reputation tour mm-hmm. and then like all these years later like i'm in a different and like healthy and happy relationship and like watching both taylor swift and jack and off um perform getaway car and i was like wow this is like so healing <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a beautiful moment
1: yes i will say it's also very i feel like how you experience it's like what you're saying about like um you can't appreciate reputation if you've never had your heart broken. I feel like when I was younger and wasn't, like, super jaded, I was like, I don't really care for some of these Taylor Swift songs.
0: But mm-hmm. then the
1: older you get, you're like, mm, no, I get it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very true. Yeah, I feel like, I
0: don't know, there's just, there's also, like, a, I feel like you and I have talked about this a lot, too. There's a certain nostalgia that comes with a lot of her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, like, reputation, I feel like I just think back to, like, my sophomore year being really heartbroken and kind of going wild for the first time. And, like, not even caring about the reputation anymore because I was just heartbroken. I didn't care. Um, But then it's weird because, I don't know, I feel like life does come in phases. And I feel like there have been other times in my life where, like, I dated a guy who did not like my reputation, for instance. Like, he couldn't get over my past. And I felt, like, those same sort of wounds – of like having a tarnished reputation but like in a Mm -hmm. different way and I didn't go totally wild after him but I don't know just it's interesting how I feel like so much of what she sings about and writes about are so I don't want to say integral to the human experience but just so relatable to so many people and I think that that's just one of the beautiful parts about her writing Mm -hmm. and just her talent in general I get I get so frustrated when people are like all well, she does is sing about her exes, and I'm like, what, you don't have an ex that you don't think about sometimes? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think she's so real and she's so raw,
1: and so many people don't appreciate that. It's like, well, why does she... Also, like, wrong? every song is about an ex or about someone you're currently in love with.
0: Yeah, and it's also, like, she does have a song, a lot of songs that aren't actually about love,
1: but it's, like, yeah. the people
0: that say that are just falling into the stereotype. And I do think it's, like, very sexist, too, because I feel like so many people... Do write about love, like you were saying. Yeah, and it's like you know, or if it's not love, it's like, love, it's like, like
1: oh, I'm hooking up with whoever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, which I think was it's like, almost in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's almost always about someone though, like that you're into in some way. but mm-hmm. like, there aren't that many songs that are just about like friends are great. Mm-hmm. You know, she does things. have a
0: song called "It's Nice to Have a Friend." That I don't know true. if it's about someone that's just a friend,
1: but yeah, I know. <laughs> But, no, I think it is. for, And also what you were saying about um, feeling, like, judged or whatever off your reputation. One of my favorite lines in Call It What You Want is when she says, like, loves me like I'm brand new. I yeah. love that line.
0: Yeah. I think that's what love is, like, actually supposed to be like. Where it's, like, yeah, you just see the person in front of you and you don't see that person's past. I think that's probably one of my favorite things about the relationship I'm in currently. Is it's, like... My oh past. that's so cute Megan oh, Well, no it's true I just feel I know. like it's I don't know I feel like I remember the night I sort of told him not like a ton about my past but like a little and I was like okay he's gonna leave <laughs> you know yeah. like this is always how it goes because there's this double standard out there um and he's like I don't care <laughs> like he was so chill yeah oh. it's, it's very cool. freeing for sure yeah and I yeah I like that line too I think we both probably can relate to it with our brother issues but there's like trust him like a brother yeah Like I know I did I love the line for me I think one of the lines that gets me she said I did one thing right because yeah. I feel like I look at my life a lot and I'm like screwed up there screwed up there yeah screwed yeah, yeah. Up there. and like I feel like I'm just overly critical but the at least I did one thing right and like mm-hmm. looking at that person being like this is the one like right choice I made and I feel like you know, years from now, if I'm married or whatever, I want to have that kind of peace of mind. of like, yeah, you're like the one thing I got right, you know. <laughs> like, which maybe it's kind of screwed up. Maybe I should want to look at myself and be like, yeah, I did that right. But we're always gonna see our flaws, you know. So yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, um, so what what's your favorite new song off um, Speak Now Taylor's version?
0: that's a loaded question rachel
1: um, okay
0: <laughs> i feel like well honestly i really like all the from the vault ones castle's crumbling has been growing on me i feel like when i first i like I that honestly, song i think it's been changing by the day so i think the first day it came out i could not listen to i can see you enough like that was the one i replayed the most i think but then because it's just so catchy like the beginning of that with the like whatever you know that's a really bad imitation (laughs) that
1: sounds like a circus intro
0: (laughs) but no it's just so fun like that song just makes me want to dance
1: you know like it's so I was yeah I was telling you that it sounds to me like a Maroon 5 song from like 2012 like that's the vibe it gives
0: I love that yeah I think because that album did come out I think in 2010 because I remember we were in middle school and I remember I remember putting it on my like Christmas list like and it came out in November and I was like I'll wait till Christmas to listen to it and I remember, like, listening to it all winter break That's and being so like, cute. I love this. And I remember when mine came out, I was obsessed with it. I loved that song so much. I think I have trouble picking – this is a little off topic. But I feel like I almost have trouble picking a favorite Taylor Swift song or a favorite Taylor Swift album. Because, one, it depends on what, like, era I feel like I'm in. Mm-hmm. But then it's also, like – I feel like every time she's come out with an album, I have just grown to, like, love and appreciate her more and more. Mm-hmm. So it's, like – people are like oh I love the old Taylor I'm like yeah I, I love old Taylor too but every time she releases something new I almost feel like my love multiplies for her so then I feel like the newest is always my favorite but then I still love the oldies just as much it's just like different it's just like it it's like a relationship it's just growing you know?
1: yeah and I <laughs> feel like the thing is about old ones you also have the memories of like when you either it came out or when you remember listening to it mm-hmm. so it's like let's say you weren't in the best situation then maybe you're not gonna love Yeah, an older album or or an older song or something versus like a new one you don't have anything to associate with.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what I just realized too? I think it's funny the way she's been re-releasing things because I've always found it interesting like the age she was at when she released each album. And I think that almost when she's re-releasing it I don't know, it's like it hits different. Not to quote another (laughs) song by her but it's like I do remember this is so embarrassing but i remember red came out our freshman year of high school Mm -hmm. and there was this boy that i had liked oh i know (laughs) i don't know if you know who i'm talking about no i I do this was before we were friends
1: but i know it's the guy you sat next to on the bus are you like rode the same bus with him no what what are his initials ph no, no,
0: no, no, totally different, totally different vibe. Wait,
1: okay, never mind, Yeah, Sorry. I think
0: this was before we were friends. We went to homecoming together freshman year. Does that help?
1: No, I, I have we no idea who you went to homecoming year.
0: with. Dang, okay, we'll have to, we'll have to discuss this. But <laughs> I liked this boy, it's funny, PH I liked in second grade, and oh. I was in ninth grade too, so that makes sense. But the first half of ninth grade, or really it was eighth grade, for first and eighth grade I liked the same boy. And then he told me he liked this other girl who was, like, really pretty and, like, not that I'm not pretty, but she's, like, really pretty, you know? (laughs) Like, she's one of those girls that just always looks good and it's annoying, you know? (laughs) Like, and um, I remember when Red came out, like, ninth grade, because we'd we'd gone to Homecoming together and I thought that was it. Like, I thought I finally had him. And I did not, you know? And I was just, I feel like... I was always, I don't want to say I was let on. I think it was just we were young. He didn't even know what he wanted. But anyhow, I remember when Red came out, I thought of all the songs were, like, about him. And, like, then it's, like, I get older and I'm, like, no, I did not know what a Red love was, like, at all until, like, a few years down the line. And then I feel like when Red was re-released, there was, like, a totally different person that I had had extremely strong feelings for in my early 20s where I was, like, no, like... That is who I think of, like, all these, or not all of them, but, like, a lot of these songs. So I just think it's funny, I feel like, with the re-release, how it's changed so much, you know? It's, like, what we thought, like, what I thought was my greatest heartache at, like, 13. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even know it was coming, you know what I mean? Like,
1: it's just funny. Yeah. Also, sometimes there are songs, like, for me, that I'll associate with someone, and it really has absolutely nothing to do with them. Like, the lyrics don't match at all, but for whatever reason, I'm like... Oh, this makes me think of them. I'm like, what? <laughs> I totally feel
0: that. It'll be like one line that I'm like, this one line reminds me of. Yeah, therefore, I will make for my head to make the rest of the song. fit Yeah. But um. Anyhow, you had asked me about. We should just go. I feel like from the whole song by song for speed because okay. I feel like there's just so much to say. So we can kind of start MCU. Um, that one I think is so fun. And the fact well, we should also there's worth noting that she wrote Speak Now originally when she was between the ages of like eighteen to twenty. And for us it came out when we were in like middle school. And um I definitely I feel like I see that in the From the Vault" songs, especially with I Can See You. Mm-hmm. I think there's just that like fun sort of like innocence but not innocence because you're you know, you're in your late teens it's like flirty you're trying you know it's like flirty and like it's like sexy but innocent you know I don't know there's just something very specific about that yeah age I think for a lot of people um and I feel like that song is just like I don't know I don't want this to sound super like cringe or embarrassing but I feel like in a lot of ways it's almost like a sort of late teens girl like of that age like 18 to 20 yeah it's like just a sexual like fantasy or like dream but it's like very innocent still where it's just like i can see you up against the wall with me you know she's not being specific she's not being like gross or grotesque but it's just like it's still very like i feel like it was like surprisingly graphic but in like a very sweet almost like nostalgic way it's like a high school early college
1: vibe yeah, exactly, where it's Which
0: like. Which makes sense.
1: for, And you know what? I haven't even thought about that until you just said, like, the age that she recorded it at. I'm uh-huh. so excited for all the people who are, like, currently in that, like, age. To, like, yeah. listen to those albums and kind of get an experience. Because, like, obviously, like, it didn't really time out for us. Right. Like, it didn't match our times, per se. But, like, there are some people who are, like, in that 19 age, right? now. And, like, that's how they feel. Or, like, this whole album, they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And I think it's so cute.
0: Yeah. No, it's very true. And, yeah, I just... I feel like I love that. Like, I can see you. It's just... It is catchy. It's so catchy and it's so fun. And I feel like the bridge is super fun, too, of, like... Did you watch the music video to it? Yeah, I thought that was... It was interesting because I feel like it didn't really match the song. I don't think I understood
1: what was going on, to be honest.
0: Did you see her, like, Instagram post explaining it? No. Okay, so she basically said she wanted to capture how she felt of, like, stealing her own music back. Or not stealing oh, back, but, okay, like, okay. of recreating all of her albums and, like, because I feel like we didn't really go into that, and I, I don't really want to because I don't feel like I know enough of the information, but basically she's recreating all of her albums to kind of regain that, those ownership She wants to rights. own the rights, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it seems to
1: be working out very well for her, so good on her. You know? Also, I was thinking about this the other day. She, even if she didn't need to do that it's a great way to like kind of have like not minimal effort like she's still working very hard obviously but she already has all these songs recorded and or like written down so Mm -hmm. she just has to sing them so it's like a great way to just like re-promote yourself using like basically old material
0: it's a great marketing tool
1: yeah I'm like even if there wasn't beef between her and Scooter sometimes I'm like, I wonder if she's just making this up, because (laughs) this is a great marketing
0: (laughs) thing. It actually reminds me, I remember my final project in one of my college classes was basically pick, like, two to three projects that you worked on throughout the semester that you either, like, didn't like how they turned out, or you want to just revisit them because you really liked them, and you want to try them again, or, like, you know, maybe the deadline kind of caught up to you yeah and you want more time to work on it kind of thing and I remember that was like our final was to like revisit two to three projects we work on and kind of not like totally do them over but like almost do like a remix like revise them yeah and I remember I just really enjoyed that because it I feel like it just gave me the opportunity to like go back and look at things I'd done before and it was really like interesting and fun just like because I feel like most teachers don't give you the opportunity to do that. It's kind of like, okay, well, once it's done, it's done, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a really cool learning experience. And so that's always what I think of every time she, like, redoes these. but uh, <laughs> <Stop. laughs> Which is so stupid. It's like, oh, it's like that one college class I had. Cool.
1: <laughs> um, Anyways, go back into the meaning of the video. You were saying it's, like, her oh, stealing yeah. back her, her stuff.
0: Yeah, it was supposed to be, like, she was trying to capture what it feels like to be re-recording and, like,
1: taking the rights back to what, she rightfully that owns. makes much more sense i was like yeah. why is she breaking in and stealing her own stuff i didn't. i'm
0: yeah, not yeah.
1: like that deep of a person so i'm not gonna <laughs> lie a lot of her stuff like when people are like searching for easter eggs i don't see a single one like <laughs> but it's also like i like her but i don't care enough to like i'm not researching
0: there's a lot and i feel like there's so many like conspiracy theories out there that it gets kind of confusing as to like what's real i had like read that post from her before watching the video so then i really liked the video but had I just watched the video, I would have been like, this is not what I thought that song was
1: about at all. No, like I thought, I, it, was I thought just it was about, about her and a like, guy. Yeah, let's Let's, let's talk about the guy she did feature in the music video.
0: Yeah, Taylor Lawton. That was such a um, fun pick. i thought I thought, not know not you if you the video the video, should I should have sent it to you to you but this. But there's a video going video that it was it was, I of him of him in like, gosh, was it 2009? I think it was 2009. Whenever the VMAs happened where Kanye, you know, took mm-hmm. the award or whatever. Or went up on stage was like Beyonce should have won. And so I guess she was dating Taylor Lautner at the mm-hmm. time and he went on SNL and was like this is how I wanted to defend Taylor against Kanye and he's like has this like pole thing that he's spinning all around and like fighting like a fake Kanye thing. It's so cute. I never knew that that happened because I wasn't I think I, to
1: I like that kind of um, remember seeing that video. Yeah, like it was- when it first came out.
0: Right, so yeah, it had that video and him from the music video, and he's doing all of the same moves. Oh my gosh, that's so It was cute. so cute, it was so funny. Um, and apparently, Joey King and that other girl, yes. Leslie something, were in the Mean Music video. And
1: I did not, okay, I'm not gonna lie, I have not seen, I would probably say, like, half of her music videos. I
0: feel like I haven't seen the Mean Music video in years. I saw a clip that had Joey King in it, and I was like, okay, I do remember that. But at first I was like, I do not remember her being in
1: that at all. But it's just, it's hard because obviously there's so many years that go by. Like, I'm not so going to recognize someone from like yeah. 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. But no, I think, I feel like it's funny. I think it's funny because, I don't know, Speak Now, back to December, obviously, was like about Taylor Launder and her wanting just kind of, and I think. I don't know, I could definitely relate to that song where I feel like there's been guys that I did not appreciate as much as I should have. And you just look back and you're like, dang, you treated me so well and I did not care about you as much as I should have, you know? And so it's such a, like, apology type of song. Mm -hmm. And it was to him. And so, I don't know, I think it kind of gives me hope in some ways. It's like, I know it's like, I feel like if you really do care about each other or love each other, or whatever, you kind of can't get through anything and just yeah. eventually be friends again. And I feel like we were talking about that a little bit before, that yeah. we sort of, like, the people that we went out with that we're still on speaking terms with. It's kind of funny, because once upon a time, they might have been once who we felt very... We're so hurt. We'll never be able to, like, just be mm-hmm. friends with them again. But then it's almost like you care about them enough and they care about you enough that you're able to look past whatever sort of hurt or damage was done just be like yeah you know I really do hope you're well and I'm glad we yeah. able to catch up occasionally also can I expose you real quick
1: I'm back to December go for it I think so, <laughs> I'm a little nervous <laughs> I know I've told you this before I remember, so when I got my heart broken in 2017 it was in December and I remember it was probably like the next year when I was still pretty heartbroken about it and I told you, I'm like, yeah, back to December. It really makes me <laughs> think of, you know, my ex. And Megan told me, she's like, but he broke up with you. And the song's about her breaking up with him. And I'm like, Megan, that's literally not helping. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, No, it's so funny. Every time I hear it, because like you said it, you weren't saying it in a rude way. You were just saying it in a very factual, like confused way. And every time I hear that song, I literally just think of but he broke up with you. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: I don't remember this conversation at all. No, because it, cause it was like, literally, this, this
1: conversation probably took place in like March of 2018 or something. But because <laughs> I'm, I'm petty, so I remember right. it. But I'm I just. literally think, the worst. No, it's it's hilarious. But like, obviously, <laughs> at the time, I was so heartbroken. And now it's a goddess I'm not. But I also think it's kind of interesting too, like, as Taylor's like revisiting her old albums like obviously each album's kind of about different guys mm-hmm. and it's like at the time you know she thought like they were everything mm. or even she thought like they were the worst you know either or mm-hmm. so it must be interesting for her to kind of go back like all these years later and be like you know what it really wasn't but <laughs> the- yeah it wasn't the end of the world you know she's got
0: a whole nother heartbreak she's going through you know like god bless her i know I can't believe I said that to you. It totally makes sense, though. Like, I would not. It makes sense, 100%. It's sad because I, like, knowing me, I probably thought that that was, like, comforting to you of, like, well, <laughs> this to be, I'm, like, Back <laughs> December is such, like, a sad apologetic song that it was, like, why are you beating yourself up over it? Like, he broke up with you, and you're probably, like, yeah, I know.
1: Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, I know. I was just like, Megan. I'm like, now is not the time to be right. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. No, I just think me it's so trying funny. to comfort
0: you and it's just like literally like turning the knife.
1: And you you just like kicking me to like mom down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're a great friend. No, I think it's hilarious because there are so many different Taylor Swift songs that are supposed to be, like, more serious that I have, like, these really stupid random memories associated <laughs> with, and that's, like, one of them for sure.
0: I feel like I always think, not to totally out myself, but I always think of technically this is my first ever boyfriend, and God bless him. He was so sweet and, like, cared about me so much, but I just, like, I feel like it was not mature enough for a relationship. Oh my
1: gosh, I and... what I'm talking
0: about. You're like the one I broke up with over text message when I was 15. Yeah. yeah. That's what I always think of, kind of, because I'm like you were so sweet, and like you cared about me so much, and I just did not appreciate it at all. Yeah, like I remember, he used to open the car door for me, like every time we got in the car, and I don't I feel like there have been other guys that have done that, but like not
1: as consistently. I don't as think he that did. has ever happened for me. Ever. Even
0: my current boyfriend, I feel like I try to roast him on it and be like, "You have to open the car door for me," and like half the time we both forget. Like he'll do it occasionally, but it's very rare. Whereas he did it every time, and I thought it was too much at the time. I was like, "What are you doing?"
1: But like looking back, it really is the little things, you know. But I bet you people nowadays don't do that because girls back in the day would bet this is too much, and so now people are, like, you know, what I'm not even gonna do it.
0: It depends, because I feel like I have had some, like, girlfriends who've had guys. Okay, because
1: I have forever. never really seen that or heard I of that. I remember
0: when, like, one of my exes and I, like, got back together
1: in our, like,
0: reformed relationship of the second time. I was like, you have to get the court for for me every time. And I feel like he did for the most part. But, yeah. I feel like, like that's something that like, guys
1: will do, like, on the first date and never <laughs> do it <again>. Literally, yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's, like, my... Like boyfriend and I now, it's like we'll remember sometimes, but I can't wait for him to
1: listen to this episode and then start doing it again for like
0: a week, and then we'll
1: both forget about it. <laughs> but then at least this episode lives forever, so you can just play it whenever yeah, you want to watch.
0: Okay. at forty minutes, Jesus. <laughs> this is where we're at. Um, back to December, I remember too. One of my ex's brothers said that was his favorite ever Taylor Swift song. And I just remember being really surprised and, like, shook. Because he was kind of, like, a fun, like, party guy type. And when he said that, I was like, this, like, this doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, this does not line up.
1: Yeah. Because Back to yeah. December is a very emotional song. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I don't mind it. But it's like, you have to kind of be in the mood for it. Yeah, I totally agree with
0: that. It's also interesting because I'm pretty sure when she was on the tour, which I never went to, but... Um, I remember there was, like, a CD for it. And I think it occasionally comes on Spotify for me. But I'm pretty sure when she performed it live, because, I don't know if you've seen her, you've seen her live, but to our fans out there, if you've seen her live, she'll kind of randomly do, like, mashups with some of her songs. Like, in 1989, I remember she did Wildest Dreams and Enchanted as a mashup. And that was really beautiful. Um, Didn't she do something at Reputation? It was, like, New Year's Day... I don't remember what it was. Else, but I don't remember what the other song was. Anyway, for In Speak Now, I think she had done Back to December and Apologize. Remember that song from, like, the 2000s or 2010s? I think it was Wait, by One Republic? I think so. Well, it's, like, it's too late to... Yeah, that one. that one. Is that by One Republic? Or is that yeah. that Daniel guy?
1: No, no it's do. by Wonder One Republic. Republic. Um, I remember I, like, taught myself how to play that on, like, the piano, or something. I'm pretty
0: sure she did like mashup of Back to December, and it's too late to apologize. That was like, oh, interesting. Thing. And I think that that's like a very fitting mashup, you know? Yeah, I like that. Um,
1: but anyway, back to Speak Now, I guess.
0: Not Back to December, Back to Speak
1: Now. And earlier you said Back to December, and I was like, wait, and I was like, oh, I that that
0: out what my favorite from the Vault track was, and I feel like we keep getting off topic. Yeah, but the um, we were talking about I can see you Let we type about the music video I think that was pretty much all I had to say about I can see you just okay. that it's like a fun sexy innocent song that honestly I think is still really relatable even when you get older it's like there is that nostalgia where it's like definitely would hit different if you were at that age but there's something still so fun about it that I think is pretty timeless I will say like the actual song, beat and <laughs> stuff is fun it is like it's very catchy um okay the first from the vault track was electric touch do we want to just like go in order
1: yeah i didn't love it
0: that one's grown on me so like the first day i feel like or the first two days it was like i can see you was like all i played and then lately i've been really into electric touch and honestly it's just the bridge the
1: bridge for me okay i'll I'll re-listen also i think what's hard for me is sometimes like like obviously all these songs are kind of like recorded in the style like it was 2010 and it's not and i'm like not like if it was 2010 i would love that because there's fallout boy and it's like whatever and uh now i'm like i don't want to hear that (laughs)
0: like to me i kind of love that because i just i don't know i feel like i 2010 was when i was like woo pop music i don't know (laughs)
1: something about it. oh no 20 like to 2012 had the best music period i will fight anyone over that yeah i
0: know it's true i totally agree but no the um I don't know, because I think that song for me, "Electric Touch," to me, it's like when you really like someone and you like them for for forever, and you're finally going on a date with them, and like that first date, you know, it's an hour before they pick you up, and that like excitement and anticipation, I feel like that song is perfect for that, and it's kind of like you were saying about, I can see you maybe think of this, of like if you were at that age where you're going on like maybe the first date of your life ever. You know, or like the first date with someone you really, really like. I feel like it's just the perfect song for it. Because I just, I love the the just one time. Because I think there's always that pressure of like, okay, I've been hurt so many times. So if I can just get this right just once, mm-hmm. that's all I need, you know. But the bridge, can I quote it if I remember? I just, sure. I am so, in, I feel like this bridge is so fun to sing in your car if you're completely alone. I'm not a good singer, <laughs> so I cannot sing it in front of anyone but it's like, oh, let me think of it. It's, um, I'm not good under pressure, so I'm totally not going to think of this now, even though I sang it multiple times today. Um, frick, how does it start? I can't think of the start, but like, I know once it starts, but it's like, if you could get it right just one time, or no, I remember, okay, so it's something like, just one time maybe the stars align maybe i'll call you mine it's something along those lines or like if just one time the stars align maybe i'll call you mine and then she says and you won't need space need space are you looking at the words yes okay <laughs> it's like she's gotta be helping me out you won't need space or string me along while you decide and there's something about the like Maybe just one time, like, I'll call you mine, and you won't need space or string me along while you decide. That I think is just so relatable, especially for that age. Because I feel like the 18, 20, like, no one wants to commit to anything. Like, you're in college. You just want to have fun in college. But you're also, like, at that age where you feel so many feelings towards people, and you just want them to commit. But no one's going to commit to you. And it's so hard. And so I just, I loved the way she, like, said that so perfectly. And then, isn't it just one time, maybe the moment's right, it's 8.05, and I see two headlights. Okay, so if you listen to that, and I see two headlights, headlights goes on for, like, I feel like a full, like, 10 seconds. It is, like, the longest note, and I've been, like, challenging myself when I listen to this in my car to, like, hold the note, and I cannot sing to save my life, so, like. I only will do this one. Not you I'm undergoing
1: one. vocal training. <laughs> yes.
0: No, literally. Because it's like, she says, like, two headlights. You know, like, it's like it changes throughout. And I feel like I'm always so out of breath but I can, like, finally do it. And it's so satisfying. And then it's like it comes back and it's like the next what's the next line? I, I already, I said it. <laughs> okay, well, then she goes back in the chorus and it's just, like, so epic. Like, to me, it's like I feel like I just listen to the song for the bridge because the bridge just hits different. And it's like you just get to that. And then she goes back in the chorus and there's oh. like all that hype. Yeah, it like, just
1: goes intense. All I know is this could I either break my heart or bring it back to Yeah.
0: Life. I, I honestly I do love that line because I do think at least for me, like any time I've entered in any new relationship, it's like, okay, this is finally gonna be the one time I get it right. Or this is just gonna hurt me even more, and I'm just gonna add this to like another like <laughs> scar in my heart. You know what I mean? And so that's why I love that. I don't know. I feel like I've just been really into that song lately. Where it's like,
1: yeah, I was gonna be say, better. yeah, I listened to it like once or twice, and I was like, I'm over it.
0: <laughs> you gotta, you gotta just try to. Master the bridge. <laughs> it's just such a fun challenge.
1: I just think it's the sound of it. I don't even care. I mean, the lyrics aren't my it's favorite. Very but just 10s. the sound. It's very intense.
0: But that's why I like it. Because to me, I'm like, woohoo! We're back in like our middle school days.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> not sold. I know it's just funny because you're like, you have all this analysis. You've been like training <laughs> your vocal cords, and I'm like, mm, not my vibe. I don't know. I just think it's so.
0: I don't want to say relatable because I feel like I'm not like there. I feel anymore. like it's a good
1: summer song. I'll give you that. It's like a good like yeah, it's really Yeah, maybe I'll listen to it. Like, I'll I'll try again. I'll try. I think it's just because I feel like I've just
0: had so many, like dating experiences. Not to like out myself. But I just feel like I've felt that way so many times where it's like, maybe this is finally the person and then it's
1: not over and over again. See, I don't like, think I have that feeling when I date people. I'm usually like, mm, this is probably not the person.
0: Sounds <laughs> like you're like when Emma falls Yeah, off. no, that's literally
1: me. So, <laughs> But no, just like that, like, okay,
0: this is going to hurt again and again and again and again, or it's going to finally like make everything better. So, I don't know. It's just something about that, like, hopeful excitement that Mm -hmm. I feel like is very nostalgic for me. Because I feel like I don't get that as much anymore. I mean, obviously, I've been in the same relationship for a while now. So, it's different. But even I feel like then, it's kind of, as you get older, like, that excitement almost, like, you're just more jaded, you know? So, it's harder to have that hope of, like, yeah. Yeah, I think you're more cautious about things. Exactly, yeah. It's just the whole album so nostalgic. Anyway, we should move on. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about that for like 10 minutes.
1: Okay, what's the next one? I
0: think it's When Emma Falls in
1: Love, which we already kind of touched okay, on. Okay, so that. we can skip that. <laughs> you like,
0: skip. Just like I do every time I listen to the album. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a sweet song, and I feel like it'll grow on me, but I just feel like currently I like the others so much more that it's like, I'll come back to that one.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I don't like any of the Vault songs more than the original songs. Really? Long Live will always be one of the best Taylor Swift songs of all time. That's true.
0: No, honestly, I feel like every time And Enchanted. I'm... Enchanted, come Enchanted on. honestly.
1: Barks Fly not different can't top we can those. We could have a whole episode
0: on Enchanted. Oh my I've gosh. had so many funny stories, I feel like, where I thought Enchanted applied to my life and like they're kind of embarrassing. But, I yeah. love I love Long Live. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure that that was the surprise song for the night that she was on the Airs tour that "Speak Now" was released.
1: Stop and I was it. like, that must have been such a. That moment. is not fair. I feel like there were our we certain had... songs that she should have reserved to not play for anyone because that's like, a... we had a great thing. We can get into our our um, surprise songs, but that's like I feel like should not have been touched.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense to like on the night
1: speak now. It's so, like re release Wait, I
0: thought you did. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know for sure. I didn't. No, I think she did. It. She did.
1: Um, she did two other ones, and I can't remember what they were. She, I think she might have done mine.
0: That would make sense.
1: I don't know. Well, I, I know. Like, I'm pretty
0: sure that I can see. You if people. she did "Long
1: Live," I'm going to say and throw like, to the like crowd. I Did
0: I feel like? But actually, I don't know if I've seen clips of it, so I don't know. But I feel like, I I feel like she wouldn't reason.
1: do that. I feel like she knows. that would,
0: It would make sense to do long live on like the last night of the Tour. Yes. Like.
1: And that's fair. That's fine. But a random tour stop. I don't mean, know. It's fair. I do
0: hope that she did last kiss on July 9th though. If she played a show July 9th. Like she had
1: to do last kiss. I think I'm looking up the um list. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I have
0: got... to fact check this.
1: Yes. Yeah, so she. Oh no. She did on July. July 8th because I guess July 9th was, so was last kiss on July 8th yeah so she did never grow up and when Emma falls in love on the premiere and then she did last oh. kiss and Dorothea on the next day I was going to say I will riot if she does that <laughs> did she did
0: Long okay I was totally wrong then so we, on the premiere she did when Emma falls in love
1: and never grow up
0: that's interesting that she, of all the From the Vault songs, she chose when Emma Falls in Love.
1: Yeah, interesting. I
0: feel like such a fake fan for not, like, I don't know. It, it is a very sweet song. I just
1: think that. The other ones, I feel like I, just I will like say I wouldn't have liked that because obviously at that point you don't really know the lyrics. Yeah, it's and because like, you know, "Never realized. Grow Up" isn't like a good song. Like it's a good song. I love it, and I actually I told my boyfriend this earlier. I think when I get married someday, I want my like daddy daughter dance to be "Never Grow Up." I think it's so sweet.
0: Oh, that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, because I don't like. I don't know. It's I feel like that dance is like difficult because like the songs that make me think of my dad are not like slow dance songs
0: yeah that's a good one
1: but that I one really, think is so cute
0: i always thought of um
1: first man by camila cabello i've heard i know a lot of people do that that one's really there's another one that's very similar to that
0: i also though like i feel like i used to hear that song when my dad and i were like not in a good spot and it would make me really sad so i don't yeah. know if that would be a good one to pick
1: yeah i know really it's it's hard to like Whatever song I pick, my dad's gonna be like, I've never heard this song in my life. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> that's very true. Anyways, Never Grow Up's a good song, but it's not like a good concert song Yeah. Game. Yeah, no, that's very true. But yeah, if she does long live, I'm right. I feel oh my like she'll
0: it the last night of the tour. That would make the most sense. And
1: I think that's fair, but you can't Yeah, and you I can't would just say throw the only that. The only time she could have done it besides that is when Speak Now came out. But now that that's passed, you have no other excuses, like, on the in-between dates.
0: Yeah. No, that's very true. Okay. So, we did – I'm pretty sure after
1: when Emma falls in love, it's I Can See You, right? I don't know the order, but maybe. I was trying okay. to look it up earlier, and I, when I looked it up on Spotify, that's when my um, audio was not thriving. So, I think I was trying to play it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I feel like it's I Can See You next. Okay, and then is Castles then, Crumbling after that?
0: I think, I feel like it's either Castles Crumbling, then Foolish One, and then Timeless, or...
1: Wait, I'm looking it up.
0: I feel like it might be Foolish, and then Castles Crumbling. Why do they not have the... Or maybe I'm wrong, and I Can
1: See You is, like, after all this. Okay, wait, I... Um... I feel like we're. Such no, fans. no, it's it's castles crumbling after I can see you.
0: Okay, but I can see you was after the other one.
1: Yeah, so it went electric touch when Emma falls in love. I can see you castles crumbling. Okay, that makes sense because
0: yeah, I feel like I'll listen to castles crumbling then foolish one, and they're just such different vibes. Mm-hmm. Castles crumbling, I feel like you liked that. One I liked it. It's more cute. before and I did.
1: It's, it's not one that I think I've listened to twice, but I liked it when I first listened to. <laughs> it's like if it's I feel like I want to remember as like a slower song so it's not something I'm gonna like go to for fun yeah I think it's. but I liked Hayley Williams on it I would have not it's one of those songs I would have never thought to put Hayley Williams on mm -hmm. but she sounds good on it Mm -hmm. and also random did I text you this I'm not sure have you heard about how Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo apparently have beef yes
0: yeah it's very interesting
1: and what and there are a couple things that Lately, that Taylor's done that makes me think that more. One of them, her having Sabrina Carpenter open up for her Latin yeah. America leg. Yeah, that's but okay. also Olivia Rodrigo got in trouble for stealing stuff from Paramore. Oh, for, oh and yay, so yay. I, I thought see that. it was very interesting that she picked Haley Williams because I'm like this, like I think she, I think Haley Williams does a great job in the song, but I'm like I wonder if she picked her despite olivia like i'm not sure if it's that deep yeah because it the song doesn't make like she sounds good on it but it's not like a song that like clearly needs Haley williams
0: right but i think wow i think that brings whole a whole new meaning at least for me for the castles crumbling because i feel like yeah they both built such a like successful musical career and then to have some, like, new young thing. And I'm not saying this is what Olivia Rodrigo did. Like, I was a big fan of her when it came out. Or not even of her, but just of that album. Kind of hit at a good time for me. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, you know, you've built this whole musical empire. Like, a castle. Mm-hmm. And then you have just the next newest rising star. More or less taking pieces from that. I'm not sure if that's what she did, but. You know, you can listen to "Déjà Vu" and "Cruel Summer." Were those? Yeah, I think those were the two that were related, and then there might have been another one. Or wasn't it good for you? They were saying was like "Misery Business," and then I think it was "Déjà Vu." It literally is a copy like and paste. Cruel
1: Summer." Yeah, and she also also got in trouble for stealing a lot of songs. Though, like where she would take like other pop songs and then just like kind of switch it up. I will say I'm looking at the lyrics right now
0: for, castle's, for crumbling. castles crumbling
1: and i definitely do see that vibe yeah especially like Haley williams um first once i was a great hope for a dynasty crowds would hang on my words and they trusted me their faith was strong but i pushed it too far i held that grudge till it tore me apart mm-hmm. oh my foot and then the bridge my foes and friends watch my reign end
0: Oh, that's interesting. Because, yeah, I feel like that was the thing that I saw about Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift was, like, at first they were acting, like, total besties, like, oh, so proud of you. And Olivia was, like, I've always been a Swiftie or whatever, you know.
1: Um, it was too much at once, So to me. Like, it felt very – I remember when I first saw them, because it was, like, right when she had, like, started becoming famous. Mm-hmm and, yeah, and it seemed like, like she
0: was gonna be like the next taylor but like knockoff off taylor see, i didn't think no that i just taylor. thought that
1: i kind of thought that okay we only care because of the specific instance this with driver's this guy. license yeah yeah but i, I like I, I think her songs were good but i wasn't like oh like she has the best voice or is the most yeah. talented no, i was like yeah it's a not. fun album but yeah. i did think it was weird that people like taylor were like And I feel like, I don't don't know who initiated it more, Olivia or Taylor, but it was very like... Seems forced. But, like, I feel like, like, I know I've been in friendships before where it's, like, you go in and you're, like, you go from, like, not knowing that person to being best friends and doing everything, and then you inevitably are either not as close or you're not friends at all. Yeah. Like, I've definitely been through that, and that's kind of, I feel like, what they went through, where they were, like, all in, and then they were like, yeah, no, this is too much.
0: Yeah. No, I could definitely
1: see that. And it's, like, they there is, like, a I guess a relatively considerable age gap between them where it's, like, what is Olivia, a rising pop star, going to relate to a very successful, like, established pop star? Yeah. Like, obviously, Taylor was rising at some point as well, but I feel like, to me, it seemed like Olivia was mooching. That's what I got.
0: Yeah. I know, and I feel like Taylor, I feel like at first saw her and was, like, oh, like, yay, I want to support this rising person. And yeah. then, like, heard the similarities and was like, "Hold up, no." And I do feel like that's because I'm pretty sure, and I could be misquoting this, but yeah, I feel like, "Good for you." Like, misery business, and then, déjà vu, like the bridge or something was very similar to the bridge of cruel cool summer. It was mm-hmm. like, and then I think there was another song, "One Step Forward, Three Steps Back" by Deja, vu- by Deja, vu- by Olivia Rodrigo was similar. I think they said it took the
1: piano chords of New Year's Day from Taylor Swift. And there were a couple other artists others, that she yeah. was similar to. But I understand obviously the longer time goes on, like everything's going to sound like something. Right. You can't like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's only so many keys on a piano. Like. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was it kind of weird that she kind of seemed to take the formula for success. That's the thing is like I liked her album, but it wasn't like wow I've never heard this kind of stuff before like I remember when her album first came out I'm like oh it's just like Walmart Haley Williams like I'm not yeah no it's like it's fine it's fun but it's not like yeah she invented anything
0: yeah it's not like she's like this big innovator like it was good it was catchy and I think there was some nostalgia I feel like when she like I remember certain songs like brutal I remember I was like oh this was totally how I felt when I when I was her age so that's kind of fun and I was also in kind of like a rough spot getting over someone i feel like mm. when came out so that definitely helped but um yeah exactly like you said it's like she's not this big innovator in the same way that her predecessors were yeah
1: now thinking about that now that i've like again convinced myself of this theory i 100 <laughs> percent think that's why Haley williams is on castle's crumbling
0: well i think it's funny too what you said something like she took the formula yeah and that's like almost verbatim a line from nothing new of like and nothing new is one of the from the Vault" tracks from red yeah. or any of our new fans but it's like she'll say she learned the way oh yeah the map from me like it's something the bridge that's along those lines the line and she's like i'll say i'm happy for her then i'll cry myself to sleep and i don't know personally i do think that nothing new especially as you get older not that either of us are that much older But, I don't know, there's something about getting older and feeling like, okay, I'm not this, like, fresh out of college.
1: Yeah, or it's, like, even when you're in college, or, like, in any stage in your life, and you're, like, the young, hot, whatever, or, like, you're the young, successful, like, when you do things, like, even, like, let's say you go into work, Mm -hmm. you, like, work after college, anything you do, even if it's, like, Barely above the minimum, people like praise you for it Mm because you're so young and you're so smart. Mm -hmm. But then later, it's like the new, you know, freshman basically class tier work arrives, and now Mm -hmm. everything they do is like the coolest thing. And you're like old news,
0: yeah, no, exactly. And I just feel like I really do like that song because I think there's just so much truth to it, no matter what industry you're in.
1: But yeah, that Mm -hmm.
0: I remember when that came out, it kind of reminded me of that. A lot
1: of people do think that it's about. Olivia. Or just, like, the a general idea yeah. of, like, all these pop stars. And I do think in general I feel like Taylor used to be very welcoming to, every, like, anyone who wanted to be her friend. Mm-hmm. She's and definitely now I think she's a little more, like... Selective. Selective, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's learned boundaries over the years, haven't we yes. all? Um, Yeah, I know, and I... What's interesting is if we're going off kind of what she said about her re-releases... Like Castles Crumbling, if we're going off what she said, was something she still wrote between 18 to 20, and even with nothing new, even though they have similarities, yeah. And so it just makes me wonder if, like, what I assume is that those feelings were there, and like the framework for that song was there. Like, maybe it wasn't called Castles Crumbling or Nothing New, but yeah. like, those sort of feelings, like, there was sort of an outline for that song, mm-hmm. and then looking at it and rewriting it she was able to sort of add these things because okay no it's not castles crumbling it's foolish one but she says something about like it's delicate and i thought that was kind of yes funny. i was like yes i remember that, that seems like you must have edited that you know what i mean like there's no way mm-hmm.
1: that and that's what her. i wonder too with like um how much of it is actually written or if she like maybe just had like the bridge or just like the the um main chorus chorus or something you know what i mean
0: versus like
1: especially like let's say like obviously at the time she wrote castles crumbling she probably wasn't like i want to put Haley williams on this yeah but when she comes on like oh are you maybe gonna change the lyrics to like fit her voice better you know what i mean like yeah that's very true like where you keep the same idea but maybe you like change one of the words because like how she can like sing it would sound better you know i don't know Mm -hmm. no that's very true
0: yeah, it is interesting to think about. But yeah, I think but, that that's a really good analysis of Castle's Crumbling.
1: Yeah, you I didn't even then? think I had that much to say on it, but I guess <laughs> I did. <do. laughs>
0: what were you going to say, though? I feel like I interrupted you.
1: No, I have no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm good. That, that's all I'm oh, I had to say. I just thought that was very interesting. It's a kind of fun to speculate every once in a while.
0: I know, it totally is. Because, yeah, I feel like I only recently, I feel like, learned the
1: Olivia Rodrigo
0: Otee. It was, like, within oh, the last few months. And I was, like, whoa. Because it was basically what I heard was kind of Taylor recognized those similarities and pretty much told her, like, I, you know, you have to give me rights to that or whatever. Which, like, good on her because, I don't know, I think that's, I admire that. I feel like I'm not. I don't know, I guess maybe if I was as successful as Taylor was, I w- would be that protective of my work. But I don't know, I just admire that. and it's also like
1: she's obviously like putting in all this effort to re-record her stuff to have rights of her old stuff Mm -hmm. so like why would if she doesn't want Scooter Braun to have the rights she doesn't want you to have the rights either yeah
0: (laughs) no it's very true she can't just
1: like be like oh only this one guy can't get them like no it's like a yeah and I I also feel like you have to respect each other like in the industry especially as women like yeah I feel like it's important to, like, support each other. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like as I saw more things, like, not even just about, like, Olivia Rodrigo taking from Taylor, but, like, I feel like I watched this one video that sort of was going, like, side by side of, like, the songs that Olivia wrote and then what they think she was copying off of. Mm -hmm. And there were, like, multiple that I was like, yeah, I definitely hear, like, a very strong similarity here. But it's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so after Castle's Crumbling... a Foolish One? Oh, yeah. Foolish One, I really like. Because I just feel like I was, and occasionally probably still am, a Foolish One. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, you know what it reminds me of actually saying this out loud? My mom has always had this book called Smart Woman, Foolish Choices. Oh my gosh, I forgot. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes. I have it. Hold oh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure I still have it in my place. I've Stop never it. read it. I've never read it. But like, even when we met. Well, maybe it, you should have. I was like, I need this book. Yep, nope, I still have it. It is on my bookshelf right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> I just always felt like I just saw that title and I was like, I feel that. <laughs> and so I think I've only probably ever read like a few pages here and there. But, um. I don't know. I think Foolish One is very funny. I think it's just brutally honest. Um, And for me, I think it's very nostalgic. Because honestly, I think it most reminds me, at least currently when I'm listening, is I think of when I was 18 to 20. And there was a boy in college that I totally thought was the one. And I was so convinced one day he would just confess his love to me and we would get married. And it was just what i thought was gonna happen and it obviously never did and that's probably for the best but I, like it was so much to the point where like his parents had gone to the same college as us and had the same names as us like i was like you gotta tell me like that's a match made in heaven like we are supposed to be together you know what i mean like yeah your parents were named the same things they met at our school like tell me we're not just the continuation of that and you know who I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah. No, I, I knew the second you said 18 to 20, I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, I'm familiar.
0: It's funny because poor Rachel was visiting me when one of – I feel like when I sort of got closure on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I, I feel bad because you were visiting. We're trying to have a good time, and I just started crying because basically this guy – And looking back, this was, like, a really good moment, I think, for us and was good closure for me, but – at the time, oh wait because it party. was when I was 21 yeah when I was visiting you I think yeah I think you just turned 21 yes and we went out and I basically ended up out of the blue having a conversation with this guy that I had had like an on and off thing with for the last year almost I think or had it been two no I think yeah I think it was like less than a year but we'd been on and off like we I feel like we were on like maybe three times, so it was like on, off, on, off. That was
1: the worst to keep up with. I'm not gonna lie, I did not love games. I was just confused.
0: It was well, so was I. You know, it was like <laughs> okay, we're done. He doesn't want to be with me, and then he'd be like, "Wait, I do want to be with you." And it was like, finally, as we should be, like our parents have, or your parents have the same names as us. Like it's got to be a sign because <laughs> his parents were like you know, obviously seemed very happily married and had met at the same college that we were at. And they had the exact same names as us. So that just, to me, that seemed like a sign. Like, dude, what do you think that's a sign? Like, that would have been a really cute story, you know? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I just remember you were visiting and that was like the night where he was like, you're a really good girl, but like, or you're a really great girl, but I'm just not like the one for you. And I was like, what like you know like my castle's crumbled in that moment but no it's so funny to look back on because it's like at the time I was so hard and I just I remember being in the girl's bathroom I had like just finished crying I was like you know what it's fine I'm embarrassed that I cried but like if you find out that the one is not the one for you I think it's normal to cry like that and I just remember this random girl being like he's not the one and he, she was like, I don't know you, and I don't know him, but he's not the one for you. Like, the one wouldn't make you cry like this or something. And I don't know. I That has always stuck with me. And I was like... Wait, this kind of sweet. She was right. She was totally right, you know? But anyway. Foolish One, I feel like, just really takes me back to that time because it's like... And I love how Foolish One ends because... Or basically, we should give some background for those who haven't listened yet, but Foolish One is basically, I feel like it's like a letter to herself of like, foolish one, like you're just waiting for confessions of love by your mailbox, and they're never going to come. And you're blocking out these voices of reason that are saying you're not the exception, like you're not the guy, you're or you're not the girl that this guy is going to change for. And you know, you need to learn your lesson and stop giving your all to these boys who obviously don't care about you. And I feel like that was just me for like, so much of college. So I think that's why it's so nostalgic for me. But I love how at the end, she sort of switches it. And she's like, foolish one, the day is gonna come where your confessions of love are gonna come. But like, he just wasn't the one. And I feel like it's funny, because I think that's almost exactly like what that guy said to me that night of like, I think you're a really great girl, but I'm not the one for you. And I'm sorry. I didn't know that at the time. And I'm sorry I strung you along, but like, I'm just not it. And you're going to find a guy who's going to absolutely. Like, I remember him saying, he's like, you are such a great girl. You're going to find a guy who's going to absolutely adore you, but it's just not me. And I remember being like, like, it hurts so much, but it was also so like comforting. it was like, oh, you do actually care about me. And you do actually think highly of me. Whereas all this time I thought that you couldn't care less, you know? but you just mm-hmm. know that you're not it. You
1: know. That's probably yeah. way too deep for a podcast. <laughs> no, I No, I I like that idea and I think it's also I guess I never I don't know. I guess when I listen to a song even though she's obviously talking about one guy, I was just thinking about in general sometimes. I feel like would be like oh I'm just expecting these confessions of love like this random person who I've talked to once is like probably in love with me it's like no he's not Rachel like no I you've never spoken or like you know someone like looks across whatever at you and you're you make eye contact and you're like oh he loves me it's like no they must be enchanted (laughs) yes so I feel like I didn't really relate as much to that one but Mm -hmm. I like that idea I mean I think it's funny and one of my best friends was like This song is my favorite one off the album. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot of people find it relatable because, like, and I kind of like what you were saying about like what that guy told you about how he wasn't the one for you, but like he didn't know that at first. Yeah, and like you didn't know that either. So it's like kind of painful when both of you have to come to that realization.
0: Yeah, like I remember when he said that; it hurts so much. But then at the same time, I feel like there was a lot of peace afterwards where it was like, okay, like you're not – and honestly, looking back, I feel like I still always hoped he would come back for a while. But now it's like years later, I can look back and be like, no, like that checks out. And it was nice of him to say. And I feel like he is one of those unexpected people Like I don't talk too often, but I feel like we've randomly chatted and it's like, oh, this is fine, you know? <laughs> and so it's yeah. just funny. It's like, never I feel like who you expect. Oh, no, never. But yeah, I feel like foolish one, it's it's very nostalgic, I think, of just like... Because I think once you get older, you get wiser, and you kind of know, like, no. But I also, I think I, I've definitely mentioned this to you at least, I don't know if on the podcast, but I feel like one of my toxic traits is just, it's the people pleaser in me that just thinks or hopes that like random people are still in love with me even if i'm not actively in love with them i just like it's like i want to be the one that got away for people (laughs) and yeah i think there's almost a part of you especially if it's someone that you used to really care about and you never really got that closure if they cared about you back where it's like even if you've both kind of moved on you want them to almost say like yeah you know i wish i could go back in time and choose you or yeah I do still think about you a lot or I still miss you or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think that's like a very, I feel like not a lot of people talk about that, but I'd like to think that that's a very like normal sort of human experience where you just kind of like, even if you don't feel that about them, you know, people want to be liked. So it's like, you want people to feel that way about you.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I don't know, maybe as you get older, you're not as foolish. You like, you know that that confession of love is never going to come. But there's still like almost like a young part of your heart that hopes that it will someday.
1: And yeah. if that makes sense. I mean you always want, I think, whether in a romantic way or not, to like leave like a last like a positive lasting impression on someone. Yeah. Exactly. Or you want like even if it's like a friend, you want them to like want to hang out with you again. Mm-hmm. Or they you want like someone to be like, Oh wow, she's so cool. Or you want a guy to be like, Dang, she was like the best ever. I think still think about that. About my exes, of like, you know, I still think I'm, the, you know, the top dog. Yeah, (laughs) like I'm still number one. I might have been a little crazy, but I'm still number one. Yeah, no one takes my spot.
0: (laughs) No, I get that. It's the competitive nature. No, literally, (laughs) (laughs) I totally get that.
1: It's so funny. Okay, are you ready for the last one? Timeless. Yes.
0: Timeless is very sweet. I think it's like. I know I do really like it. It was definitely from like Echo, one of my faves, but I don't know. It's it's very cute and it's very sweet. I don't feel like I have a lot of deep things to say about it to be honest.
1: But it one like it gives me nice it gives me long live vibes. Yeah. And it also gives me I, I just like it, like the kind of like historical references cuz I like history. Mm-hmm. Um I will say I was just looking at the lyrics and I'm kind of confused by one part. She says like there were, like, lovers torn apart by fate. So, but then this song, but at the end, it's still saying, like, I'm going to love you when your hair is turning gray. So, I'm like, wait, so do you guys make it or not? Like, I thought they did. So, okay, that part you're talking about, where it's, like, lovers torn apart by fate,
0: that comes shortly after where she says, because basically, I took it, and honestly, I had listened listen to this a few times, and I watched the lyric video, but... She goes to an antique shop, she looks at these old photos, and she's like, I still see you. And then there's a line that's like, I came across a book full of cobwebs, and she talks about two lovers in a foreign land that were, like, arranged for different marriages, or she was like, she says something like, I would die for you in the same way. So I took that as, like,
1: Romeo and Juliet, like, even if we were Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that's what it gave me. That's the vibe it gave me, but obviously Romeo and Juliet didn't make it. I Um, guess they still loved each other till the end, technically. Yeah. But I thought... Well, because they said their hearts were torn apart by fate. So to me, that made it seem like they went separate ways.
0: Oh, yeah. I could see how that
1: could be. But then at the the end, she even said, like, like, in one of the other, I think, verses, she says, like, you know, if I was arranged to get married to someone else, I would still, like, love you. Which... Funny enough, my boyfriend and I just watched Mulan too. I don't know if you've ever seen Mulan too, <laughs> but that's what happens. Like she steps in to take someone else's place and like steps into an arranged marriage. But then General Shang comes back and like professes his love to her. And it's very cute. um But Dang, I got to see Mulan too. I feel like I've seen it, but like no, oh, it's so good. I love Mulan too. Also, I just love Mulan. yeah I was
0: gonna say I was like I feel like you love
1: both (laughs) yeah yeah I like Timeless though I think it's like a it's just like a cute song and also like lately I feel like I've been talking about like marriage like the concept of marriage and things like that more Mm -hmm. and like when you think of old couples like I've been watching like different sermon series and stuff on like marriage and like old couples who have been together forever I think it's it's, like, the sweetest thing, you know, when, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, an 80- or 90-year-old couple, and you can tell they're still, like, so in love with each other. Yeah. And, like, it kind of so gives crazy. me that kind of vibe of, like, their love is just, like, timeless. Because, honestly, like, people who are 90 now, I guess, you know, like, they were living through, like, World War Two and mm-hmm. all of the different things that followed. Like, they went through, like, really hard stuff, mm-hmm. but they, like, still made it. And I think that's, like, the cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I always took, like, the part you're mentioning of, like, oh, I would die for you, that kind of thing. That, like, not that they did relate, but, like, that those same intense feelings were there. Okay. that they could still relate. But I do kind of get what you're saying, because, honestly, the first time I listened to it, I feel like because I knew it was, like, Speak Now and, like, all sort of the heartbreak of that age that she went through. And I feel like most people go through at that age. Um, I think when I first heard it, I thought she was saying, like, this, like, her and this love had, like, ended, but she was saying, even though it didn't work out, like, I would have loved you if in this era, I would have loved you in this era, like, I would have loved you no matter what, and we were timeless, even though we didn't last forever kind of thing, and I think it's as I've listened to it more that I was like, oh, no, I think they actually do make it, and it's, like, just... I don't want to say out of place for the rest of the album, but it is a different vibe in a sense of, like, it actually has a happy ending, whereas I feel like a lot of the songs in Speak Now don't have a happy ending.
1: Maybe that's why I don't love Speak Now. I don't dislike it. Like, some of the songs are great, but they're not, like... Also, the actual Speak Now song, I do not like. Really? I think... Like, I understand you think he's marrying the wrong girl.
0: First of all, why were you invited
1: to this wedding <laughs>
0: well, she wasn't.
1: I feel oh, yeah, like you're that's right. She, so you're going to barge to someone else's wedding <laughs> and tell them, like, no offense, but if he's that dumb to marry the wrong person, why do you want to be with him?
0: No, that's a good point. That's a good point.
1: Like, he clearly is bad at making life choices. I wouldn't. I hate that. Like, I get it. Like, you don't want the really- girl, and that's fine. But, like, I think it's also just as. This is all I always tell people. I'm way too empathetic, where I like feel things for other people and I mm-hmm. don't need to. I'm like, okay, I get it. He has like a bitchy fiance that he's about to marry, mm-hmm. but she's still a girl. And like, what? You're yeah. just gonna go take her fiance from her at the last yeah. possible minute? Like, that's so rude. I'm sorry. I you know that's true. I do not support speak now. I think it's <laughs> it's so stupid. I just. <laughs> let it out (laughs) no i just i can't i've never liked that song because i'm just like you can't just go and take someone like oh we didn't even get into the um the mattress comment we'll go there later but like real quick (laughs) if if people (laughs) are people were being like if that whole song better than revenge is about someone stealing her man but speak now is all about her stealing back that's
0: true. I mean, I never so, like, I don't that want to hear true. it,
1: girl. Like, that's true. So you can't have your cake and eat it, too.
0: Yeah. No, no, that's fair. That's really fair. I've never heard that comparison. But that's a very good point. Um, I've always thought, so, okay, I remember way back, like I said, I asked for this album for Christmas. And I got this. And I remember reading the album cover. Because I remember in Speak Now, I don't remember what I thought the words were. But, you know, I listened to that song, that whole album, I feel like when I was, and I was in middle school, I don't know what age, but I didn't know the Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace comment. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing at the wedding where people could just speak up and be like, no, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I didn't realize what the line was at first till I, like, actually read the lyric book. Like, I think I thought it was something else. But I remember reading in her, like, album note about Speak Now. And she was basically just talking about how Speak Now was like, an album of things that she either said and maybe – or she was talking about the power – I remember she was talking about, like, the power of words. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how Speak Now is about, like, taking the opportunity to use your – like, she was saying how words are so powerful and you can use them for good or and, like, to be honest about your feelings or whatever. You can also use them for bad or you can mm-hmm. just choose – not to speak at all and how that can be even worse because then no one ever knows how you really felt and just sort of the power of words of like how they can hurt people like and mean, you know, or um, like in speak now, she, I feel like the way she described, I don't think she went into a ton of detail about that song, but just about the album in general, like things that you either wish you could say, but maybe you didn't say, but you wish yeah. you could go back in time and say those words and so I always took speak now as like she didn't actually crush the wedding, obviously, but like, you know, she wishes she could have said that or whatever.
1: I always thought she did crash it because I feel like she says like it's she's like, like a- thinking in her head at first. Like she barges into the wedding. Yeah. And she's But then she doesn't the a- at first she doesn't actually speak now when they say speak now. But then I thought at the end she does say speak now. Or she does speak when they say speak now. Yeah. Because no, is, she yeah, says that he responds to her. Yeah. And
0: he's like, I'm so glad you said that or something.
1: I don't I just, I don't, I've never, I think because I'm just too much of an empath where I just feel so bad for the actual bride in that situation. like, Right. Which is fair. I don't know. Like, I obviously agree, like, if you're like, actually, I don't know. Like, I think if you're really in love with someone and they're getting married, if you really want to tell them, I guess, go for it. Yeah, But, but don't, don't tell, tell him like, during the wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. like a conversation. Tell them beforehand.
0: It's almost like, have you ever seen that movie, like, Made of Honor? No. Oh my gosh, it's such a cute trick flick. But basically, this woman is, like, best friends with this guy. And the guy is kind of like a player. And he has this female best friend. And then she randomly goes to Scotland... And she, I think she's like away for a while, and he kind of realizes, mm-hmm. like, oh, I kind of like her. And then she comes back; and she's engaged to this guy that she like basically just met. And I think he was like
1: going to tell her, I could be totally. Butchrist- I feel like I've heard of this movie. I don't think I've seen it, but I feel like I know. It's what not like
0: we're Patrick about. Dempsey, but he, um, she comes back, and I think he was going to say how he feels, and then she's like, "I'm engaged," and he's like, "What?" And then he spends like the whole rest of the movie trying to prove himself to her. And I think she used to like him, like, way, way back yeah. in the day. And it's just, like, this whole thing. But he I, he essentially doesn't tell her how he feels until, like, the very end on her wedding day. And she's kind of like, what the hell? You know, like, you had all this time to tell me. But, no, I think that song, though, is, I get why, why it makes sense it's like that, because that is kind of what happens in the song. But I always interpreted that song as, like, that's like her dream like her kind of wildest dream of like if she could speak yeah during the wedding but yeah I do there's definitely that dichotomy between that and Better Than Revenge
1: for sure yeah or even like the whole album like mean and stuff like yeah you don't get to call other people mean and then crash weddings <laughs> like girl, girl pick a lane yeah
0: it, well because it's interesting because I always thought because I feel like, I don't know, I forget how she explained it in the album cover, but she was kind of like, Speak Now is like, the theme for the album, because it's like, actually saying your part, but not actually Crashing Wedding, but that whole song, or she talked about how, like, that moment in a wedding was so, like, intriguing to her, and I think that's why she wrote the song. Yeah. Because also at that age, who do you know is getting married between, like, 18 and 20? I guess people do but
1: I was gonna say girl moved on to Alabama (laughs) (laughs) but
0: yeah do we have anything else to say about timeless I feel like we kind
1: of no I think our last comment is or do you want to make a comment on the obvious song
0: oh better than revenge
1: yeah I really I wanted
0: to talk about enchanted but I feel like we've just been going for so long yeah, I don't um, think we... Enchanted could
1: be a whole thing of its own. It really could be.
0: Um, yeah, Better Than Revenge. She switched the lines. So those who don't know, the original line... So Better Than Revenge is basically like, this guy leaves you for another girl. And I just feel like when you're 18, 20... Like, was I... I think I was only 17 when I got cheated on. But still, there's like that feeling when a guy leaves you for another girl where you hate the guy and you hate the girl Equally. You know, like, at that age, like, yeah, it's more the guy's fault because it was his responsibility to be loyal to you. The other girl didn't really owe you anything. But I think when you first get cheated on in the heat of all of that, you're going to hate them both. And I think that's a, that's just, like, a part of the healing process. And so, basically, and I don't know if Better Than ranch was necessarily about cheating. I
1: think it's essentially, like, a guy leaves you
0: for another girl.
1: And... Yeah, like, or she, like, basically steals him from you. Yeah. Well, from. you're, yeah, like, maybe you don't cheat, but, like, yeah, there's like you're clearly there. an intent to take him. Yeah,
0: you're hitting on him, you've got yeah. everything you've ever wanted, you're that, you know, pretty, whatever, and you're just taking him. And so the original line was, like, she's not a saint, like, about the other girl. um, She's not a saint, and she's not what you think, she's an actress, but she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress, obviously implying, like, You know, she doesn't actually like you for whatever. She just wants to like cook up with you, and she's oh wait, that's what you
1: took that as. Well, how did you take it? I was just thought that meant that she's just like kind of a hoe. Well, yeah, that. But I mean, like, I didn't think it was like she wanted him for that reason. I guess I think I just thought like, oh, she's just kind of getting with.
0: Oh yeah, no. I always took it as how you took it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Did I?
0: I think I got too dramatic in my
1: explanation. I'm sorry. No, no, I, I got it. I got it. Also, <laughs> apparently, I remember I saw one thing that apparently that's about um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, which I don't think makes sense because I don't think they started dating immediately after oh. he dated Taylor. But I saw something about that because obviously Sophie Turner is an actress.
0: Oh, maybe.
1: But I saw something about that Wait, once.
0: Did he end up marrying her though?
1: Yeah. They were together because then maybe. Remember I like that I thought he was dating someone else. That one lyric she has of like, now I send your baby's presents or whatever.
0: Right, about I didn't know him. that. Right, I know that's about him, but I didn't know that whoever he dumped her for was who he ended up. I, and, and that's why I'm
1: not 100 sure because I feel like he had in betweens. I remember again. I saw. I was telling Megan earlier that if I see one theory or fact I don't do (laughs) any research I accept it and move on so that's my research into that
0: I will say I would kind of appreciate it if that was the case because I have always kind of made this joke of like I'm and I feel like it's kind of like a meme of like oh I'm like the last girl guys date before they find their forever homes and that's only happened to me a couple of times but there are some people where it's like I dated them and then the next person they dated they were like in love with, married, whatever. They're married. I'm still not married, which whatever, that's fine. But <laughs> it's like I don't know. I think that that would be. I almost not that I hope that that is true, but that would make Taylor even more relatable. Of like I will okay, say, I she's I one hope of it's
1: us. true <laughs> only because of the actress. Because then it's not even like oh, she's an actress in terms of like not being a saint, but like no, she's like a literal actress.
0: Yeah, that would make sense because I mean. Yeah, I feel like...
1: Maybe he he dated another actress, and maybe it wasn't Sophie Turner. I'm sure he... Yeah.
0: Well, that would almost make sense, though, as to why she would have changed the line. Like, if she's friends with them, she doesn't want to call her, like, a whore anymore, you know? Yeah. Because I do know that... And I feel like I heard things years later after that was released where she regretted (laughs) that line because she felt like it was kind of slut-shamey, and she looked back and was like, you know, a guy like no one steals your man like a guy's only gonna leave if he doesn't want to stay like if he wants to leave he's gonna leave yeah um which i do think is true but i don't know i think there's just something in that raw emotion of like you've been cheated on where you have this like total unreasonable or not unreasonable but like you have this rage and sadness from both the wounds that these people inflicted on you and so i think that like Lashing out at both of them is just part of the healing process, you know. Okay. Especially so I looked it up. At that
1: age. I looked it up, and he dated Camila Bell afterwards, but she was an actress, so I think the actress line was completely pointed at her. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I've got. He dated a lot of.
0: Yeah, I feel like he, he dated kind of- like Demi
1: Lovato, Ashley
0: green <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about Demi.
1: Yeah, I feel like he did date a lot
0: of people, though, before he settled down.
1: So That's that weird that they dated. I don't know if I I like wonder if
0: Camille Bell, that name sounds familiar. Like, was she a hoe? Do we know?
1: <laughs> like, sure.
0: Was it a valid accusation?
1: I don't know. I looked up Camille Bell, and she doesn't have that much on her. I bet you Taylor Swift ruined her life, to be honest. <laughs>
0: Probably. After that album came out, there's just you never heard. Oh, she cat. was
1: in the Jones Brothers' Love Bug music video. Oh, interesting. That is some tea. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, she doesn't have much. I mean, she, I think she's also a model and stuff. Like she's very pretty, but mm. poor thing. Sad. I know. R.I.P. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there's still even um. When you look her name up, all it is is just better than revenge, better than revenge. <laughs> so I think a Taylor had to switch. Now I feel a little less. Cause at first I was like, there's no need to switch it. Like, it's a great lyric. It's so funny. Yeah. But now I do feel a little, like, bad for this girl who, whether she was a hoe her. or not, like, obviously it's 13 years later, Joe Jonas yeah. is happily married we don't need to all be attacking her. Because it's like, you know (laughs) how, like, everyone went to attack Jake Gyllenhaal and stuff. Yeah. After Red was re-released, like, this poor girl has been (laughs) through there. Justice for (laughs) Camila.
0: I just, it's like you were saying before, though, of the line. I feel like you explained it really well, but the line is, like, she's not a saint, he's a moth to the flame. It doesn't
1: make sense. Or
0: something. Yeah, it was just, I feel like I remember seeing a theory that that was, like, gonna be the line change and i was like that doesn't even make sense like i don't get it and then you explained it of like oh she lit the flame yeah and he was attracted to it
1: but it's like so it's kind of like still both like she lit the flame but he still like willingly went over to the flame like he didn't have to go to it right so it's kind of like it's kind of just like i guess like the depiction of lust like yeah you have to have a self-control as a man or woman in a relationship to not be like just going for whoever. Yeah, like, you have yeah. to have to, you have you to be able to say no no right. matter how, like, appealing that person might seem.
0: Right. Which is totally fair. But, yeah, I feel like the Moth Flame
1: comparison, like, it gives me kind of folklore vibes, I feel like. It just yeah, makes me I think am, of, like, nature. It's not, like, a... Because I feel like Better Than Revenge is, like, a, almost like a pop rock song. Like, yeah. Moth and Flame is not the vibe. And also, like, I was telling Megan, I'm like, I didn't even know that's, that's what she was saying. I, like, look at the Spotify lyrics, because I was mm-hmm. like, what I'm like something to the flame and then they said (laughs) moth and I was like oh okay yeah weird no exactly I don't know I just think I understand now I think I give her a little more understanding as to why she changed it but I think she could have been a little more creative with that yeah no definitely like I would have still I don't know I feel like she could have still kept mattress but did something else I don't know yeah, I think like, like she could have found a way around it somehow. Because the, I think the funniest part is just that she, like, rhymed mattress to actress. Like, that's hilarious. They can't and even I mean, be mad about it. And
0: I feel like it's, like, okay, not to totally crap on Hollywood, but it's true, I think, in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was a valid
0: It's not an analysis. unfair
1: assessment of the situation. <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, that was the one disappointment, I think, was that one. Um, Do we want to touch on Enchanted really quick and then sign
1: up? (laughs) You seem like you really want to, so we can do it. Well, okay, I just so... I don't have any new feelings on it.
0: I don't know, I feel like that has always, I think, been one of my favorites from Speak Now, and the fact that... Because if you've been at the airs tour like that is like the only song she plays from speak now mm-hmm. which I think is interesting especially after rewatching some of the videos every watched I think it's interesting that that's the one that she chose I wonder if it's just like maybe her happiest memory from that album or from that like time frame but it's like the only positive song I feel like
1: I mean well, it's not even that positive
0: positive though
1: wait disenchanted end what with... it ends kind of sad like Yeah, please don't be in love with someone else. So they're obviously not together.
0: Yeah, but it's, like, that – I don't know. I do think it is – I was going to say a very enchanting song. But it's, like, I think it does very capture – it does a good job of capturing that, like, love at first sight sort of feeling in, like, a very unique way. Mm -hmm. Um, But, no, I feel like most people know, but I recently, like, have come across, like, an Instagram reel that is her talking about it when she just ran it. And it's just really cute because she's just so young and she just describes it. She's like, Enchanted was a song about this guy that I had met, or I think she had met him once or they'd been emailing and they were going to meet up. And she meets up with this guy and, you know, she just had such a good time. with him. And when she was going home, she just felt like... I think... Either she said she was enchanted meeting him or he said that. I think she she said that she felt that way. But she said the whole ride home, she just kept thinking, like, I hope he's not in love with someone else. Like, I hope he's not in love with someone else. I want to be in love with me kind of thing. And then he emailed her afterwards, like, I'm sorry if I seemed quiet. I was really wonderstruck meeting you. I think he said wonderstruck and she had said enchanted. And she incorporated wonderstruck into the song where she was like I'm wonderstruck like blushing all the way home and all this stuff and just this fact that they both felt these strong feelings for her and it was about Adam Young from Owl
1: City right that's his name I don't know his name but I know he's from Owl City which is such a like that's so so 2010 exactly
0: yeah (laughs) Um, but basically this video that I watched shows her talking about it and then shows him talking about it and it was like do you ever have a celebrity crush or did you have a celebrity crush and he was like It would have to be Taylor Swift. I was just really enchanted meeting her. And then it shows him kind of singing, like, the song where he's, like, kind of takes her words and is, like, I was never waiting on anyone else. Like, Taylor, I was so in love with you. And it was, like, it's just so sweet. Did I ever, I don't think I ever sent it to you. But do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I don't think I've watched the full video, but I've seen the one where it's, like, they show both of them, like, talking separately about.
0: Yeah, I'll have to send it to you again because, I don't know, it just hits different, like, hearing it. But I think what would have been really cool and is, like, an opportunity missed, and, I mean, obviously, maybe Adam Young of Owl City is married, and that's why this could not happen. I think but he is. Probably. But it's, like, if they had released, like, a version of Enchanted together, I think would have been so cool. Oh, you know, like, I like that. Like oh, that yeah, Adam he does so have. Cute.
1: It's so funny. When you look up Adam Young of City, the first thing that comes up is Taylor Swift. <laughs> that's funny. Is he married, though? I think he is. Um, it's kind of sad because honestly,
0: watching that video, I was like, man, she should just go for him. Like, he just seemed so into her. Because I don't think anything ever came of it. Like, she wrote that song about him, and he responded. But I don't think anything ever came of it, and it's always been kind of like a meme. Like, what happened?
1: You know? Oh, yeah, so he is. It doesn't have much about him. Apparently, he's a devout Christian. Wait, but now it says he's not dating someone. So I don't know. I've seen some things that. Oh, wait. Apparently he had a girlfriend who died in a car accident.
0: Oh, that's so sad.
1: Yeah, that's really sad. I think he might have secretly gotten married. Like he's been with. Okay. I think he was with someone for a really long time. And then people think or speculating that he's married to this person. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, says he's a devout Christian. Good for him.
0: Yeah. I feel like she could use that. I love her, but I think she could use that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and apparently funny. he has Asperger's.
0: Oh, interesting. He, has,
1: he hasn't been officially diagnosed, but he believes he has things. Doug will say, I mean... It makes sense. <laughs> not to be mean, but... I oh, like he's I on a tour right now. I'm just going on a whole deep dive right now. <laughs> I don't even know Owl City's still made music. Do they still? And I feel apparently. like I remember
0: Good Time by them. Oh, Fireflies is the big one. But I remember I always really vibed with Good Time featuring
1: Carly yes, Rae. Car- I was going to say
0: Carly Rae Jepsen. What a throwback. That's so 2010, I feel like. Oh,
1: he's not really cute anymore, though. I don't know. Uh-huh. It.
0: Yeah, after also, Joe, he's... be hard
1: to downgrade. Oh, that's true. Because he really was not cute. Adam? No, Joe.
0: You don't think Joe Allen is cute?
1: No, I think he looks think... like he could have been her like older brother. I did not like that at all.
0: I think he was very attractive, but like one look at him and to me it's like you can tell he's gonna screw you up.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> like... You know you know what? This is what I'll say. I think he's attractive for a Brit. I don't think Brits are that cute. <laughs> I think and this is the thing <laughs> too. <laughs> this is the thing too. Maddie Healy. Not cute, but the Brit like British girls are obsessed with him. Yeah. It's like they just have a lower st- standard Rachel. of quality.
0: Rachel does not love a London boy. This is what we're getting out of this.
1: I do not. You know what? We just celebrated 4th of July, so screw the Brits. That's we all want I to say. miss Americana and the Heartbreak Brits. Yeah, That's the awesome last time baby. we cared about the Brits was 1776, baby, so... The last time,
0: another (laughs) Bob.
1: Honestly, this is what I do now. Especially when I was preparing for Eras, I was listening to basically her whole discography. Mm -hmm. And every time someone would make like a comment, I'd be like, "Oh, you know, that's actually a Taylor Swift song." (laughs) (laughs) Other day, I was talking about World War One, like how they called it the Great War. I'm like, you know, it's also Taylor Swift (laughs) called it the
0: Great War. Midnight's, we could have a whole album on,
1: our whole album, we could have
0: a whole episode on Midnight's.
1: Should we re-record it? I
0: mean, should we re-record? That's a good question. I think
1: Let us know, let us know in the, like, you know how you can respond, so, like, you can make a question on Spotify? Let's make that, should, should
0: we re-record Midnight's?
1: Especially now that you can hit the long note in whatever song you're talking
0: Oh my gosh, it probably sounds like a dying cat. But it is so satisfying. Well you know it's what you so need to do? Long And I feel like I'm so out of breath by the end. But when I make it, I'm like, I did it.
1: It's Megan, pathetic. next time you take a shower, you need to hit that note, and you're gonna literally think that you're like Beyonce <laughs> in the shower.
0: It's just you have to try it. It's so long, the, just the note. And she like <laughs> she just changes, <laughs> she changes the pitch throughout it it should be a challenge we should make that okay because i be listened to it and
1: i don't remember the note being that long i'll well, listen to it again
0: i don't think i realized it until i watched like i made my boyfriend listen to like my favorite from the vault songs god bless him it was like we got 20 minutes i'm gonna make you listen to my favorite ones and electric touch he actually he liked timeless and electric touch the most which was exactly what i expected him to like but when we were watching the lyrics video i didn't realize what she kind of said and like i got the part where she was like the you know you won't string me along or whatever like maybe just one time you won't string me along Will you decide but the it's 805 and i see two headlights i don't think i realized that that's what she was saying until i watched the lyric video and then i realized how long she said headlights and i was
1: like whoa that is like a very long note interesting i'll have to re-listen to it
0: yeah really it's just the bridge and then like once you get through the headlights part when the chorus comes back it's like the music comes back it's just epic it's really epic i feel like I okay. like every time i listen to it and like pay attention to it but yeah anyway um adam young and taylor Swift. i don't know that video is just so cute i feel like i've just watched it so many times i just can't believe they never dated or anything after that but at the same time i feel like That is almost, like, relatable. Like, I feel like sometimes you just have these really good connections and nothing ever comes of it. And it's almost better that way. Because it's, like, if something did come of it, you'd probably hurt each other or it wouldn't work out. And I think sometimes almost it's, like, those people that you never really date or you're never really all in with. It's just almost, like, a pleasant memory of, like, yeah, you know, we both really felt that. And we didn't even try, which is kind of sad in some ways. Like, we should have been all in. But there's just something, like, it's almost, like, pure. It's, like, unjaded, this sort of, like, feelings or chemistry you have for another. And maybe that's why Enchanted is such an enchanting song.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of, like, right people, wrong time, maybe. hmm Yeah. Which means that they weren't actually the right people, so. Right.
0: No, it's true. But, yeah, I think there's almost, like... Because I think, in a lot of ways, I think we can romanticize things in our heads. And I feel like... Mm-hmm. Enchanted is, I feel like, does a really good job of portraying that romanticiz- romanticization, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 100%. Of that feeling. And I think that's why it's such a fun and, like, relatable song.
1: It's such a, like, it really is, like, when you're younger, such a good song where you're just, like, you really like someone and you're just, like, I really hope you just like me and that there's no one else in your life. Mm-hmm. It's so, like... I feel like especially for kids or like teenagers who are like maybe they're like going to college or going to camp or something and they meet someone they have no idea anything about them they're just like I mm-hmm. really hope you don't have a good girl back over," or something you know yeah, like yeah no
0: exactly I have a very funny story about the first time that I remember thinking that I related to this song but it's like it's so embarrassing but, but I forgot to tell it but it's yeah, really telling because I do feel like over the years there have been other people who've this song is reminding me of, but I just remember being 15 and I still had braces and I was like, not attractive, but I, in my head, I like
1: hoped I was attractive, you know, looking back like I wasn't. And
0: <laughs> I remember <laughs> this is going to make me sound, you know, what?
1: if you have braces, you're still attractive to anyone listening. You can still be a baddie with braces. This is going to make me,
0: this is so embarrassing, but basically I was at a wedding when I was 15, I still had braces. I remember I wore my sophomore year homecoming dress. It was, like, navy blue and, like, had silver sort of, like, lace ruffle type things. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was kind of, like, sparkly more or less. And I remember wearing that and thinking I was, like, so pretty. And we were basically at – I don't know. It was, like, a second, third cousin. Like, I don't even know how we were, were related. You know, it was one of those things where it's, yeah. like, you know a few family members there, but you don't know anyone else. And I have yeah. not seen this couple – I don't think since that wedding. So it's like, why <laughs> were we invited? I don't know. But, <laughs> um, or maybe the daughter, I think, was maybe my dad's niece. I don't know. It was just really bizarre. Like, I have not seen these people since. Yeah. But I remember, I think she was marrying like an Italian guy. And there was this guy on his side of the family who was Italian and he was really tall, he's skinny. And I just thought he was so cute being like 15. And I remember, you know, I'm awkward. I'm not gonna go say hi to anyone. And I just remember, like, this is gonna sound really creepy, but I felt like I was looking at him constantly throughout the whole like oh dinner God. and evening. Like, I Wait, like are you was...
1: sure that he wasn't related to you?
0: Well, no. See, I knew that the question was gonna come, but no, he was on the groom side of the family. Okay,
1: okay, okay. So he was totally like the
0: other side. Okay, so we we're just not checking. related, just like, related at all. But that is one of those weird things where it's like you're marrying together. So technically, are we family? I don't know. I don't know how that works. But I just remember I kept thinking he was looking at me and I kept looking at him, too, kind of thing. But I thought it was all in my head because I was like, there's no way he's looking at me. But I remember us just looking at each other all night. I don't think we talked at all. Maybe we had one conversation, but I feel like we didn't speak at all. Or maybe we talked to their family, but me and him didn't talk. But I remember him and his family were leaving and he turned around. I was watching him leave and he waved to me like he waved goodbye.
1: And mm-hmm. I was like,
0: were you watching me watch you that whole time? And I just oh, remember that's
1: so creepy. <laughs> and
0: right. And it sounds really creepy. Looking back, or like at the time I thought it was like so cute, but I was also so mad at myself for not just talking to him. Cause it was just weird. Like he I remember him looking back, looking directly at me, like making eye contact and waving, like he was waving by to me. Like he knew that we were both watching wait how old
1: was he and how old were you i was
0: 15 and i feel
1: like he was about like the same age or maybe like a couple years older okay because i want to say like what if he's like 19 he's in college and he's like why is this 15 year old staring at me
0: i think he was probably maybe like two years older than us max okay okay i i have no idea because i don't think i ever spoke to him Watch him to have been younger—that'd be really embarrassing. But no, I feel like he <laughs> oh in my gosh. head. He was like two years <sighs> older than me. I,
1: I would have literally passed out. I could. It was so
0: stupid, but I just remember listening to Enchanted on the way home and being so mad myself because at that age I was so. Because at that point we were like early high school, and I just remember being like, "Why could I not just talk to this person?" Like, I was never going to see him again. And we never had a conversation. But we were staring at each other the entire wedding. And who knows? Maybe he just, like, felt bad for me. And just like, waving. But I just remember, like, <laughs> I kept looking at him. And I felt like he kept looking at me. So when he waved goodbye, it felt like, oh, my God. He was watching me, too. And then I just felt, like, stupid. You know?
1: I I don't know. how much I will say, though, I, <laughs> what, what I do think, though at least whenever I've had a conversation with someone where, you know, like, you end up dating or whatever later, but you're, like, oh, yeah, I was always checking you out, but I couldn't tell, and they're always, like, oh, no, I was, like, checking you out, too, and it's, like, wait, really? Like... That's true. That is that true. That always happens. Like, I feel like when you... Especially if you keep making eye contact with someone, they're clearly looking at you. Yeah, you know,
0: thank you. That does make me feel better. I'll validate you. <laughs> That's happened to me a lot, too, I feel
1: like. Yeah, I feel like I hear that, like, I don't know, like multiple people I feel like who I've like ended up dating or like we've just like had a conversation later about it they'd be like oh yeah like I totally thought you were cute from like the get go and I was like see I thought that but you because you don't want to be like too proud and like assume right that, you don't want so. to assume because then if you're wrong it's like it's just, oh that's so embarrassing yeah if you're like oh yeah he's totally checking me out and he's like no he's looking at the sign behind you yeah <laughs>
0: like- I remember that happened to me like once in college and it was it was funny because one of my, like, college best friends was, like, she was just one of those girls that every guy always hit on her. And I remember she was newly single, and we were at this, like, conference, and this guy looked our way. And I kind of thought he was looking at me. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, that guy was totally looking at me. We were talking about the same guy. Oh. And, of course, when she said that, I was like, you're right. He's totally looking at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, that like, checks out. <laughs> I was like, I know that compared to you. I'm just I'm just not. You know, like, I, I'm cute and all that. But comparatively, like, he was probably looking at you. And later, me and that guy ended up flirting. And he was like, I was looking at you earlier. And I just remember feeling so, like, validated. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> really? I was like, I thought you were looking at her because everyone looks at her and no one looks at me when I'm next to her.
1: You know? And I was remember. It was actually kind of a cute story, though, I feel like.
0: It was. It was really sweet. I'll have to text you who it was afterwards because you've definitely met them. So <laughs>
1: that's kind of funny. But it's just funny. Yeah, that was, that's funny. Anyways, we've, what, this is like two hours This long, is probably so. a record long episode <laughs> for sure. And you know, what? I knew, like, we were FaceTiming before this and we were talking about all the stuff we wanted to talk about. It was going to be a long one. I knew it was going to be. There's
0: so much more we could say.
1: (laughs) It's because I feel like Speak Now is like difficult because obviously it's like there's so much prior, but we also had to do all the new stuff. We should have just split it into two episodes of like new stuff versus old stuff.
0: Yeah. I feel like a Midnight's episode would be interested. But at this point, Midnight's has been out for so long. So people are probably over it. I just love that album. Feel like it's such a fun and album. i
1: feel like for a while i was kind of like okay i've like listened to this enough But mm-hmm. sometimes i'll put it on I'm like no this is such a good album like
0: yeah i feel like i haven't listened to it in a while but it, and so i'm so excited to hear it again
1: yeah but. especially since we got maroon i'm just like i need to respect this album more <laughs> no it's such a good one okay well well
0: I don't know when our next episode will be or what it will be about, but thank yes, you. See Moses. you in two months. <laughs> thank you Moses the Palmer, for encouraging us to have this. Was you, <laughs> shout out to you. I hope you listen to this in full two hours later. <laughs> oh my but gosh. Shout out to all the real Swifties. And if you're not a Swiftie, go listen to speak now and t- analyze our analysis and tell us if you agree. In the comments. Um, we're still on Instagram. We don't check the account a ton, but feel free to visit us on there. It's at PG Patriots.
1: Um, really good promo.
0: Thanks. I mean, yeah, we'll really probably
1: see y'all once football season comes back. I think so. Yeah.
0: I feel like, honestly, I feel like football just gave me such a good reason to live through the winter. You know?
1: See, now you get it. And now you'll be excited for the fall. I don't know if I'll be excited for it, but it'll just make me, it'll give me something to do where I won't
0: just be sad and depressed. Okay. Well, next time we'll have to talk about Forever
1: Winter by Taylor Swift. Oh my god. (laughs) That song literally is so depressing, I can't. It's so good, though. It's a fire
0: one. All right. Well, Peach out.
1: Peach out.